So the Mahoman Shvat has been dedicated by Nitzan David Jerome, memory of Sarah Leah Bas Yechiel, and Joni and Moshe Palak, memory of Shimon Ben Moshe, Tzvi Ben Mordechai, and today's Yorzeit, Shira Rachma Bas Alter Nasen Nata, that's Shira Pransky that we were talking about in Motzei Shamis. That's today's Yorzeit. It's honor in honor of the Eagle family Shvat birthdays, anonymously in honor of Shirat David community. This week, Stephanie and Charles Sakal, in honor of Simon's birthday, Adnav Vesrim, Kenyan Boom. Shira and Ari Gantav, memory of Shira's grandfather, Daniel Moshe ben Chaim. Esther and Shalom Parnas, memory of Phyllis ben Ezra, Pina Perl, Bas Yisrael Verifka. Rachel and Mordechai Wilk, in memory of Mordechai's father, Avram Gershon ben Yaakov Yosef Halevi. And in honor of Rebetzin Bina Katz's birthday today. Oh. Happy birthday! Oh. All right, brothers. Ayn Dalit. Yes, she loves when I can, when I refer to her as Rebetzin. Okay. Daf Ayn Dalit. The last thing we learned was that in access to Pnimia Salev, and uh, don't worry, I didn't forget what you said to me, is, is by, no, no, it's sitting on me heavy, you should know, in a good way. The learning of Midrash, the learning of Agada. Remember, we were learning that he's talking about learning in Yaakov, learning the Midrash, learning Agada, what it does to our imagination and visualization, which is basically the whole, the whole Chapir, the whole Torah here, is that it plays a very, very big role. And today we're going to have a, it's not going it's, it's to be one of these hard, difficult, brainy Shirim, although whenever I said that in the past, those are usually the hardest Shirim, so I don't know, I've set myself up, maybe I'll, I'll break the... Uh, the, 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 this Indian, but what we're going to see today is a very, very important and beautiful piece of Zohar, which is going to take the learning of Midrash and Agadah to show us wh- why is it like that and how is it like that? How is it like that this 
how the Torah shows herself to us, and in what manner does this, what does it do to our minds? Like, like on the minds level, okay. So, on Dafaindal, you see that the, the, the top paragraph here is the whole thing in Aramaic, but he basically, he, he explains it on the bottom. We're going to go right to the bottom where it's an explanation of what it is on top, okay? Azar HaKadosh Megala Lano Bazet HaSeder Asher Boa Torah Megala Et Atzma Beit HaMatzponea Shel Ish HaYisraeli So the Zohar HaKadosh is revealing to us the order in which the Torah reveals herself and her secrets to the Yid, Matzponea. You know, what, what, what word on Pesach does that sound like? Tzafun, right? What is Tzafun? Hidden, right? Matzponea, her hiddenness. The order in which the Torah reveals her hiddenness. Amazing. Modern Hebrew, yeah. The Torah doesn't reveal herself to everyone, but only rather to those who love her. The Torah knows the heart of the wise, who basically is, this is like a mamish has seen from a movie. Um, Actually, Mayor Banai has a song, Amamasham, like, uh, it's called Kama Ahava, where basically someone that comes to the house every day to, to see if he can get a peek of his beloved through the window, right? The Torah knows the Chacham Lev, Asher Petach Beita. He's making, you know, he's pretending that he has somewhere to go, Ke'ilu. Not really, but he's, he's going around and around. And he's Mishtokek Lirota. He's longing, he's longing to see it. Umayi Yosa. And what is, he, what is the Torah doing? Megala et panea elav min heichala. So the Torah is revealing itself, right, from its heicha. What does that mean? Hainu she'ena yotzes elav, velo machneses oto elea. It's very from. She's not coming out to see him. She's not bringing him into the house. Very tzanua. Rak gilui me'at panea levad, kshehi betoch heichala. Let's say the Torah, is, it's, she's in her heichal, he could see her, he could spot her, but she's kind of like covering her. It's like, Mayor, I love you. It's driving, it's driving me crazy. You got to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, this hatsatsa, it's like, it's like this, like, like a, let's say you have a scarf, like it's covering the whole face. So it's like showing a, an eye or showing like, that's what he's saying the Torah is like. Like the Torah revealing herself, like the woman that's revealing a part of her beauty to the one that's trying to see her. Like, we feel that quite often sometimes when we're trying so hard, trying so hard to, like, to, to get into the Torah. So he's saying over here, this is the order. Like, first you come and you hang out in the base Medrash. Then you come to the Shir. You have to keep on coming back. You have to keep on coming to the base Medrash. You got to keep on coming to the Shul. You got to keep on coming back and coming back and coming back. And every time you come back, it's like the Torah is revealing, revealing another tefach, another tefach of herself. This is the Zion. Again, umeramezet lo beremez. And it's a... It's, uh, it's just like sending messages, but, but through remazim, through hints. Umiyad chozeret limkoma umistoteret. And right away, right after it reveals itself, goes back and closes, shuts the, <coughs> you know, let's say it shuts the vilon, it shuts the blinds, the, the, blinds, the uh, drape, right? could be with a million people, but he's the only one that actually was taking a look at this and seeing this. Sometimes you could be sitting in a shir with 80 people and you're the only one that's experiencing the gilui, the revelation that the, the, the kala, 
The Torah Kedosh is revealing herself. Everyone's there, but no one was looking. Like everyone was there because it's the right thing to go to a shir, but one person's there because it wants to have the Torah Megala itself to him. Different kind of zach. You know the story how Ben Sion Solomon became a breast lover? Became, a, became like a frum yid. You know this story? 1970. Shiva You're going to love this story. This is a Gavad story. I think you know this. Shiva Sabatam was 1970. Ben Sion Solomon is up in, in, he was living up in, in, in Northern California. And um, he, his car broke down. You, know, you heard him tell this story? His car broke down somewhere. Whatever he found, he found the house. They told him go to the house of love and prayer in San Francisco. He didn't know the Shabbat Sabbatam was. He comes inside the house and he says, oh, it's amazing. I've, you know, it's a long story. But basically he, he said, do you, do you have any food or drink here? He said, well, it's a fast. We don't have any physical material. We don't have any actual food or drink. But there's spiritual food and drink in the backyard. So he goes to the backyard. And he sees there, uh, Rav, that he, I think he had seen him years ago, as a, uh, much younger in New York at a concert. And he sees that he has a huge book on his lap. And Ben Sion is uh, sitting there, and he's listening to every word. And I guess at a certain point he's wondering, what is anyone else doing here? Because this, is just, this was just for me. That sefer was Likute Maran. And then, and since then, he's been abreast of Rechassid for over 50 years now. Meaning, the Torah was Megala herself at that moment because he was also looking. Right? He was also looking. He was looking. And I think we're, we're in a generation that this hasn't changed. Like, we have access to more and more Torah on the, our fingertips, literally, more and more. But the, the Shaila is, are, what, are you looking for the Torah to reveal itself? Or do you want to be able to say that you can make a sin? Sorry. That was a little bit intense, I know, but... Mm-hmm. Let's just call it, it is what it is, in Malasat, right? This, this is big stuff. The Torah is Megala herself. And if, if that's the inyan of the Torah Megaling herself, then you see it. But it starts off very little. Very, very little. Very, very little bit. That's the imagery the Zohar Kaddish is saying. Weiter. So again, Kol ashar shayu sham lo yadu velo yistaklu raku bilvado. Umeav velibo venafsho hochim achareah. His kishkas, his heart, and his soul are following her. And with this, the Torah is revealing itself, and then it's concealing itself, but it also follows with love towards the one that loves her, to awaken within it love. See the order. This is the order of the Torah, the last way of life of the Torah. When the Torah begins to reveal itself to a person, it sends it messages. And think about your own private life, how this happened. It starts to send it messages. If a person knows, meaning if he understands what the remez was, that's great. But if he's not picking up on the messages, and, but if he doesn't, so she goes and calls him a petty. How does he call it then? Fool. Tell this fool to, 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 to come close. What is he doing? The Pasuk in, 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 in Mishli. 
how does he say that? Whoever is foolish, turn aside here. Whoever lacks a heart. But if a person does then come close and begins to speak with her, she begins to speak with him behind the curtain, curtain that, he, that she prepared for him. Then she starts to say things in accordance to where he's at until he actually starts to look at her much deeper, much more intensely, much more focused. He says, Zeh, who, drash. That's drash. He, here, what he's, here what he's doing. He gave us remez. Now he's explaining what drash is. Hainu kan midrash. So he's saying this revelation, that the Torah is revealing itself to a person, this is what's called midrash. Right? Now, interesting, midrash comes from the word lidrosh. What does lidrosh mean? To seek out. To seek, right? Or demand, even, even a stronger lashon. It could also be to demand. Drisha. Right? It doesn't just mean I'm learning. So the PSS is saying is so beautiful. I mean, he, he's going to develop this, but you see what it is? Midrash comes from a place of listening even after you didn't get the first remas, but you're listening to come close. Come closer. Let me speak to you to, on the level where you're at. That's Midrash. That's Lidrosh, okay? That's what he's saying Midrash is. So is we had this a, interchangeable for just Hashem revealing himself? Like in the world, in our situations, like if I'm going through not necessarily learning, but just everyday life, and I get like a, like, for example, if I lose my job, like it seems bad in the moment, but it could be like opening a gate for something else. Is that like, I mean, what he's saying the, here? Or is it... Is, like this is the Shaila. When you say when you say the Torah, what are you referring to? Yeah. Right? So some people say Torah is only when I'm learning Torah. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, if I'm really learning Torah while I'm learning Torah, then that's the way that I'm that through those lens I'm looking at everything else in my life too. Mm-hmm. So the answer to the question would probably be Yeah, yeah that's the goal, I think. You know? mm-hmm. Like that's the goal that every single the way that I'm learning, what happens to me while I learn is the way that I function when I'm not physically when I'm not in front of a safer and learning. Mm-hmm. For sure. Take the base midrash with you wherever you're going, you know, wherever you're going in life with every conversation. Okay, so that's midrash. Ve'acharkach, you see those words, ve'acharkach? It's right smack in the middle after the brackets where it says midrash. Ve'acharkach medaberet imo ma'achore simla. The Haggah here says, shushifa simla leperush aruch. He says, what? That afterwards? I'm not sure. Um, Agadic material, she reveals more via Agadah. After them? And after he is used to being with her, she reveals herself to him face to face. No, no, not yet. Sorry. So okay. that, that, a little before that. So let's, let's, let's go again. She speaks with him from uh, behind a flying garment? That's what it is. She speaks to him behind the flying garment. Flying garment. Fine garment. Now, she's talking to him with less concealment and utmost uh, uh, revelation. This is, this is Agada. Now, Agadata, what we were talking about with Ein Yaakov, is already 
the, the, it's not going to be hard to feel connected. Like, that's what we're saying. When you go to a shir, a ragada, right, it's not so hard to feel connected. When you go to shir on Shnaim Ochzin and you're trying to learn a sugya, you have to work much harder to feel that the Torah is revealing herself to you and has to do with you and it's connected to you and evichule, evichule. Or you feel connected to what the words are saying. But when it comes to agada, you feel, you can go to any agada shir and you can feel, wow, this is mamish like, Exactly, it's not concealed, it's not hard to feel that the Torah is talking to me. And, you know, what a, what, a, what a struggle it is for so many people, sincere people that really want to feel connected to Torah, they take on learning, and it doesn't work. Now, why don't they go to Agada or Midrash? Because, unfortunately, the talk is, oh, that's for, uh, you know, Lo Yitzlach, or, or uh, you know, that's for Shana Aleph. Oh, I was like... <laughs> Right, I was going to say Shana. I'm just referring to the whole Shlomo. Right, right, kindergarten. Very good. If that's kindergarten stuff. But really, are you kidding me? That's, that's the Torah, that's the Izgalus, that's the Izgalus, the Torah revealing herself full on to your face. Hmm. And now after he, 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 he's used to being by the Torah, and the Torah is revealing herself, panim bepanim, full on. She's now telling you all her secrets. And all the ways of her life that she never shared with anyone. <coughs> that, that, that's been hidden within her for years and years and years. What happens to you? You become a balabas. You become now an owner of the home. You're holding. Now I know for many people, talking like this about the Torah is so bizarre, and it's not the way we usually refer to Torah, but the way this mashal, the czar is bringing it, hits home because we could relate to this. You know, Evyatar has a song like this. Evyatar Banai has a song that's really hard to to daven with because it's it's basically it sounds like a love song. But then he keeps on throwing in Aramaic phrases here and there, because, showing you that he's really talking about the Torah. The song is called Oraita. Okay? And he has lyrics in there. Listen to this. Right? Something like this. He says, before I met you, all I needed to feel my heart was brokenness. But now that we met... I have this, which makes me connect to my inner chambers of my heart. That could be, you know, if you didn't throw in the word oraita, you'd think that would be any, like, typical love song in there, right? But for our door, the sweetest thing would be is if we would be able to feel like this so close to the Torah. And what he's saying is that Agada and Medrash, all these things, are, they bring you to that state of, like, feeling rom- even romance, longing, passion, passion. Now, he's not Khalila saying, God forbid. So therefore, don't bother with halacha because you're not going to feel, God forbid. He's talking about turning on the buttons, though. Being real, turning on the buttons. Again, he's talking to the possible distractions of a young, of a younger man, of an avreich in the 1920s and 30s in Warsaw and Piasetsna. The distractions of 100 years ago. What those guys had to do to really get distracted, can you imagine, versus what we have to do to really get distracted? It's an amazing thing. Right. It's an amazing thing. 
Now that's why the Lashon here is so, is so romantic and beautiful. So the Torah tells to this person, Remember those Ramazim I told you before, those things you didn't really understand when you first started hanging out with me? Now go back to it. Now that you feel so close to me, now go back to it. And now you'll understand all the hints I was dropping when, when on the beginning of the relationship. Now go back and you'll understand it. And then he says, well, no, I need everything. I need everything of Torah, even the stuff that initially I wasn't following and didn't understand it was relevant to me. I can go back retroactively to all the Torah I learned that seemed that it was just dry or that it didn't, or that it didn't seem that it was speaking to me. But then when the Torah reveals herself in its full most openness, like we reached with Medrash and Agada, I then go back to Alacha or whatever else it was, and I'd be like, oh my God, you were talking to me also through, 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 through learning Hilchos uh, Beis Akise, or whatever, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is. That's our Emunah and the Torah. So beautiful. So beautiful. The secrets and hints in everything. Well, the Medrash, but through the Midrash, the Pnimius of Torah is more revealed, and through Agada, even more. And then you already reach a place where you're seeing, you're seeing things. Not, not, in a, not in a weird, trippy way, in a very clear, you know, straightforward way. You're seeing it. It's very clear. It's right. Everything you're learning is talking to you. You could be Reb Zusha, and you could faint when you hear the words Vaidabra Hashem Moshe Lamor, because you hear all the secrets that ever existed in creation from a pasuk that we just read every Shabbos Vaidabra Hashem Moshe Lamor, right? The stuff that Kivyochal you thought you already had under your belt, you're learning just a very basic. You always learned a very basic pshat thing of it. Never really felt that it was speaking to you, but all this stuff now you go back and you see every word of Torah you ever learned was 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 really shyach to you. Remember, Rabbi Nachman says that a person, all the Torah he ever forgot, it still counts because when he go to the Cheshban of Al Haba, you get everything back. You, you remember everything. If your learning was Lishma. Okay. No, he's going to keep on pounding home this Indian of learning, learning Medrash, learning Agada. Very, very important. Look what the Ariza, look, what, look in, the, in the name of the Ari in the Sefer Migdash Melech, it tells us like this. Tov mod Agada bechol laila. It's good to study Agada every single night. Sherov raze ha-Torah remuzim ba-Agada, the most of the mysteries of the Torah are hinted in the Agadot. Umevi b'shem or Yisrael, he brings in the name, Umevi b'shem or Yisrael, shebishvil kach, that the Arizal, let's see if I'm, I'm reading this correctly. That Sefer says, do you see why the Zohar praises Agada more than Drash? Mm-hmm. Just to test you guys, who is he referring to when he says the letters of the Rav? Right, the Balatanya. Whenever we already learned, whenever he says the Rav, he's referring to Balatanya. So it says, by the letters of the, of the Balatanya, give cover to your God 
before it gets dark. Mm-hmm. When is that? Da'inu ben mincha lemariv kol yimosachol. That's why I, find it, I, found, I felt it very important, one of the reasons that we should be learning between Mincha and Mariv, not, you know, like, uh, something that we could really walk away with every single day between Mincha and Mariv, and not just, like, 30-second 30 30 back-to-backs. Because, this, this, listen to this, Kiv kavot Hashem p'terem yachashich, right before it gets dark. Ayinu b'mincha l'mariv kol yimosachol, לילמוד באסרה פנימיוס התורה שי אגדה שבספר אין יעקב, שרוב סודס התורה גנוזים בה ומחפרס אבנוסף של אדם כמבור בכיסוי אריזה, and that's why we still have to do what was proposed last week. גם בספרי הקודש של חסידוס תרבה לעיין. Also others form of חסידוס, learn a lot. אבל זהו העיקר, שלא בשעה שאתה לומד בהם לבד, this is connected to what you said. The Iker is not just to think about it while you're learning it. The Iker is to think about the Pneumius Torah when you're not learning it. Meaning when it's not, some, when it's not you're not in a shir. Listen, shirim are like, are like when you sit by shrinks also. Like, it's like getting high. Like you think, you think it's all solved. The whole thing is solved. And the second you walk out, you're like, what was that, you know, wait, wait, wait a second, how come, how come the, the solving, how come the puzzle is now, how come the pieces aren't together now, right? So he's saying that's why the Iker is not while you're sitting and learning, the Iker is once you're out. That's really what, what's... Uh, what you were saying, did you take your Friday night with you to the house? Lo bilvad kedeshet iskor, the third line, lo bilvad kedeshet iskor lekayemet hakatuv shama. It's not just that you have to remember to fulfill the stuff you learned in Pneumius, what you learned, but he says, which is the point of the Sefer. But it's in order to sanctify and strengthen your mind. Like, this is the question, how often throughout the day do any of the concepts that we learn in these shiurim pop up? I remember a few years ago, Hershey was very big on this. He would send out these, like... I mean, I don't know who was here then. I don't think any... Wow, is that a, a, a beautiful new chavra. Hershey, uh, Ari, I think you remember a little bit that Hershey would send out these, like, check-ins throughout on the... On the, yeah. on the right? He would do these check-ins, like, two or three times a day for a while, checking in on to see if anything that we learned popped up with us throughout the day. It was the, the heart... He was the last person to try to give Musler, but it was the harshest Musler, right? <laughs> it was so intense because... No, the, you know, here, it's just about feeling high, and then, then, the, real, then the world, right? Then the world. Lopashut says, because he says, this is not just to remember. Don't tell me, oh, I remember what it said in Shir. I'm thinking about what was said in Shir today. You, you actually send me a lot of these learned sometimes. You do. The thing that I could say that, you know, that... that the Torah I'm learning in the morning, or whatever it is that I'm learning, that I'm, the way I'm thinking about it, is purifying and strengthening my mind. Do I have to? Do I have to believe in it? And then I, you know, when I do that, then I can connect the dots throughout the day, and the day doesn't seem so empty. Yeah. What do you want to say? That's not what he's saying. He's actually saying the afuch. He's saying it's not only to see if I am applying it to my life. He's saying again. The words are. Think about it. It's what he said. He said, "Lo bilvad kedeshet isko lekayem, 
because that's an easy way out. If I say I'm applying it to my life, but I'm not really thinking about it that much, <coughs> check. Mm. Do you need to think about it or to apply it? You would think so, right? Only if it comes up. Exactly. Exactly. Only if, you come, only if there's reference. Only if it's relevance. That's not what he's talking about. It's a very important thing. How many of us... Okay, you put on tefillin today, right? Did you, did you apply it in mitzvah? You applied what you learned? That you have to put on tefillin? You applied it, right? How much were you thinking about what was happening to your mind and to your, and to your heart with the putting on of tefillin? Now, I'm not testing you. I'm saying this is just what, this is just what the, the, the chalukah is between the two, right? Uh, huh? You're still wearing. You're still wearing it, but you're, but they're not on. <laughs> that's good. Is that, you said that. You said no, no. I want to make sure that that's your quote because that's coming. That's the name. Copyrights. This is like <laughs> you're gonna see a great, uh, you know, whatever it's called today, a meme or. <laughs> you're wearing it, but it's not on, not in. Yeah. fourth line. We've already asked you. Don't be ashamed of yourself. He's talking about to the younger man. Don't be ashamed that you don't feel close to all the stuff you're doing. He's saying, Bachar, instead, a younger man, wouldn't it be great if instead of all the mind, the mind bilbul that's happening in your mind during the day, wouldn't you, want, wouldn't you rather the mind be wandering from holy thought to holy thought to holy thought to holy thought? says, I understand. It's not easy learning Gemara all day long. It's not easy to apply these thoughts into the way that you're thinking. Oh, I get it. But Baruch Hashem, we have a whole world of Torah. We have a sea. Chaim <coughs> David is a great. We're doing a lot of name dropping this morning. Chaim David has a great, great song. Try to find it. It's called "Jump Into the Sea of Torah." It's an old Chaim David nigger. It's a great song. Jump into the Sea of Torah. The hours, the fifteen minutes that you have vacant. And even when you're taking a walk. He says, don't you know that it's easier being, how does he say it there? A thoughtless and unrestrained wretch. <laughs> Heaven Con- forbid. Continue the sentence. <laughs> then to be limited solely to the good way, the way of goodness and chassidim. <laughs> chassidim. Wow. Say that again, just the beginning again, which is so good. Yeah. Also, if you find this hard at first, consider it. Consider that it is easier to be a thoughtless and unrestrained wretch, God forbid, heaven forbid, than to be limited lowly, solely to the good way. Aval, well. But when this becomes your way of life, meaning that you see that you're thinking more and more about the stuff that you learned that really went to your heart, which he's saying is probably going to be a product of Agadah before it'll be something of Shas and Poskim, mm-hmm. right? 
And you see, this is more, I'm just, I'm swimming in this throughout the day. I'm thinking about this more and more, right? You know how many messages I got this morning of friends that were so angry at themselves that they, they got so excited seeing LeBron pass Kareem this morning? Where did that happen? Bo Hashem! Oh, that happened. Oh, that happened. That's the whole Indian. So they're saying, I, I, it's in me. Like these are, I, I wish I didn't think so much about this Indian. I wish I didn't think so much about this Indian. But, but so, what, 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 what does someone like that need? What, what a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to, to, to be in this place. But what they need is to be like, so what would be something that would occupy your thoughts more? That, that would, you'd spend more time with your thoughts and it would become ragil to you, right? The Rebbe is saying, believe in our, our Torah is big enough. The Torah is big enough. The world of Torah is big enough. The world of Pdimius Torah is strong enough to get your to get your head to like be misragil to have a, a natural habit of that all day long. This is, you know, more or less what's going on in your mind. Like it's so hard to uproot. it's very easy. I don't care about LeBron. I don't care about LeBron. That's what happened with the Knicks or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. I heard about it. Moscow says, who's LeBron? Who's LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> Asherecha. Asherecha. Five lines from the end. This is what we're going to end here. This paragraph. Aval kashel titragel bahen ubifrat lefi ofanim shenire lecha baze in mirce Hashem. Find your own hacks. Figure out your own hacks, your own tactics. To see how to get your mind to be in a rhythm of thinking about things that sanctify and purify the mind. After, after a little bit of time of having fixed times of, think, of getting into the notion of this, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be impossible for you to just you know, spend time, Hefker, in your mind. It's going to be impossible for you to actually like spend time where thoughts of holiness don't enter into your consciousness. The person that reads is like, ah, he doesn't know me, right? He doesn't know me. The Rebbe knows you. The Rebbe knows me. He knows us. Nah, he doesn't know me. He doesn't know what I've seen. He doesn't know what I've done. The Rebbe knows you because he believes in the Torah. It's simple. The Rebbe knows us. He knows us. Gold. And when he knows us because he believes so much that the power of the... Specifically here, where he's talking about Midrash and Agada, really Agada. Saying that is so powerful and magnetic and speaking to the, to the soul of a person. And the way that they feel the Torah is really talking to him, meaning he believes in the beauty. Let's go back to the imagery. He believes that this figure, this woman is so beautiful that it'll be moshech enough, it'll be attractive enough to get you in. That's what he's saying about the beauty of the Torah. That it's that beautiful once she removes more and more of, a, of, of coverings over the face. It's an, it, he believes that it's powerful enough to get you, man. You know, my Rosh Yeshiva, he should be well, Rav Bravender, he used to say that a lot about, like, he, he said, I don't, he said that, he doesn't think that Mechanchim believe enough that the, that the Torah is beautiful and strong enough on its own, and that they have to malbish it in all these different ways to try to get someone to feel connected to it. He said, we, all we have to make sure to do is try to get the person in the relationship. Let the Torah, let the beauty of the Torah and the strength of the do it, do its thing from there on. And I, 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 he used to say this when I was in yeshiva, in different words. I didn't understand what he was talking about. Ten years later, someone was conducting an interview with him, and he said it again. 
And I realized that was Mamish his Mahalach. His Mahalach is believe enough in the Torah. Just make a Hekerut. Make a. Uh, yeah, make an introduction. Make an in- just make an introduction. Believe enough in the power of the Torah, the beauty of the Torah, that it'll <coughs> conquer the, the eye of the beholder and it'll bring the person in. But whatever saying, now that you're in, make sure, you, make sure you're going for the gold and make sure you want to see more. So how do, we, how do we get that passion to want to see more? That's why you're speaking about the, the importance of Agadah. And then eventually you'll realize, well, I can't stop thinking about these things. Eventually, at a certain point, that's going to be what you're thinking about all day long. The, you know, I, I see, as a musician, I could say that before you go into the process of the, being in the studio, making an album, so you think about it when you're thinking about it, about the album. When you're in the album process making... You're thinking about it even when you're not in the studio. It's mamash, like I see it very strong. And if it happened to happen to you, that you walk in the street once and you weren't thinking about Torah or something holy while you were walking, you're actually going to feel... Now again, chet, I want to say, can mean... You're missing the point of life. Not chet, you should feel ashamed of yourself and you're sinning. But you're going to feel like, wow, I'm missing, the, I'm missing the purpose of being alive right now. I'm missing the purpose of being alive right now. As if right now, you didn't show up for a chavrusa. You're saying eventually we're going to get to a place that when you're walking and you're doing your thing, and you're not thinking something in Torah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something so precious to you that you'll be like, oh my God, my chavrus is waiting. I, I let, he's been waiting, sitting there for 20 minutes. It's no chavrus, it's just you and your thoughts walking on the street. But he's saying that's how much the Torah is going to make you feel close to it. So I just give us a bracha, a We're talking about we're talking about all these ways and tactics to get ourselves to have strong minds and strengthen our minds and Baruch Hashem, I'm so proud of the Chavir that I, I just see more and more learning every day. It just blows my mind, mamash. Anyway, we should have a lot of Hizchaskas with the learning, with our learning, and it should definitely leave with us as we leave the base Medrash. And it should be the way of our life. Pashut Me'od, so much so that when, I, when it doesn't show up for a few minutes, I should feel like I'm missing the purpose of being alive. All right, Shukrach, everyone. So beautiful. This is so beautiful. Yeah. This is beautiful. 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 This is be